Hello, I'm Andrea Wade, the host of Brand Gems, the podcast where I highlight a person, brand, or organization and discuss the key elements that contributed to their success. I'm a marketing strategist, brand architect, and an MBA who likes a little Fast Company and Forbes mixed in with her Netflix binges. I'm also a consultant who enjoys discovering those rare nuggets that make a business unique. Listen to Brand Gems for ideas to leverage in your personal and professional endeavors. Now let's begin the treasure hunt. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of Brand Gems. Today's episode, we are discussing what it means to pivot and why you should know how to do so, just in case. The world has changed a lot over the past decade, and one thing that we can be certain of is that it will continue to do so. Listen to hear how you can best prepare for changes in the corporate world, should you be impacted, or even if you're just thinking about making a change. Although the thought of a pivot can seem scary, knowing how to pivot will actually give you a sense of control. This episode is about the power of a pivot. When we look back on the past few years, we can see that the pandemic expedited the rate of change. Now, as companies rushed to return to business as usual, this triggered the great resignation. 57% of workers who quit a job in 2021 said feeling disrespected at work was the reason they left. 45% said lack of flexibility to choose when they put in their hours were reasons that they quit. Although hybrid work arrangements are still being offered, there are signs that they are becoming more infrequent with many companies looking to do away with them altogether. These hybrid work arrangements gave some people some space between what maybe was a work environment they weren't that happy with. So now that that space is being closed, people are questioning if they really want to stay in certain environments. Now, there are those who can continue doing the same thing from year to year. Maybe they're okay with their work environment and that's fine. But then there are those who have had time to think about what is really important to them and they've realized that they want to make some changes. Perhaps they've been in a job for years and dreamed of doing something else. Maybe their work environment is toxic or they have a horrible boss. Could be that the industry is changing or they see other signs that signal that things won't stay the same. One of my first pivots was from teaching to publishing. I've mentioned on other episodes my love of magazines, which seems odd now in this digital world of blogs, YouTube, and social media. But I did. I loved magazines. But despite my fascination with magazines, I didn't join publishing after graduating college. Instead, I joined Teach for America, and I was placed in a school where I taught bilingual kindergarten. It was a two-year commitment. And in my downtime, I took advantage of the teacher's schedule and I learned about magazine publishing. I did an internship at Los Angeles Magazine. I went to industry conferences. I started following the popular editors, Bonnie Fuller, Tina Brown. I knew I had to get to New York to be in publishing. So as my two-year commitment was coming to an end, I came up with an idea. I pitched Teach for America leadership the idea of launching an alumni publication. I created a job for myself, and I became the editor-in-chief. I moved to New York. I launched the quote-unquote magazine, First Pivot Accomplished. From there, I went to Scholastic, 
and then to business school as I realized that if I stayed in publishing, I actually wanted to be on the business or publishing side more than on the editorial. So now back to pivots. What I've realized from my own experience is that there are actually phases to pivot, and it's more helpful to think about your career in terms of these phases, because different phases mean different needs and goals. Let me explain. The first phase, what I call phase one or the post-college phase, this is where you're working to figure out what you like or are good at. This takes place roughly from your early 20s to early 30s. Could be just that you work for a few years before returning to graduate school. You take on your first job or three. You work hard for minimal returns, determine what you like, where you might want to focus, what skills you might want to build. You understand how far your money does or doesn't go, and you set plans accordingly. In this phase, it is still pretty easy to change jobs as you haven't gone too deep and aren't that far away from entry level. This is the phase when many make their first major pivot, perhaps deciding on grad school or maybe anchoring down on an industry or function. Next is phase two, or the get ahead phase, roughly from your mid to late 30s. At this point, many are in the early stages of a career, maybe postgraduate school, or are building their career and experience, maybe while also building a family. Ideally, you're making more money than in phase one, but also your expenses are starting to tick up. Ironically, this is the phase where some who didn't go to graduate school may be wondering if they should have. If they are thinking about graduate school, it may feel like they are too old, or they may wonder if they are too old. I'd say that if you're thinking about graduate school in this stage, be sure to consider all aspects so that you do a proper evaluation of the cost and benefits. Some see grad school as the end of all their problems. Returning to school can be perceived as the safe pivot, but it could also be an expensive pivot. Careful thought and consideration is recommended prior to any pivot. You really want to be clear as to your why and your motivations. The next phase is the obligation phase, and this usually starts around your 40s. There are more financial obligations in this stage, and you likely have developed a clear idea of what you enjoy, what you're good at, and what you can be paid for. This is also the time you may realize that you're being paid for things you don't necessarily enjoy but the consistent, predictable income is better than an unknown alternative. Fear and hesitation are big at this stage. People start rationalizing. Yes, I'm unhappy at my job, but it's not so bad. Stress, life demands. This is a challenging phase for most, and if you're unhappy in your job, that just compounds things. Next is phase four, or the what's next phase. You may be thinking about the next phase of life, wondering if you can afford to retire or starting to contemplate what job you could do and would enjoy if you needed to work for another 20 years. This is around your 50s. The thought of a layoff is paralyzing in this phase. Many in this stage may be thinking about working less or just hanging on until they hit that magic number, the magic number being retirement age or a specific retirement savings amount. If you're at a company you like and in a role you enjoy, great. You should still pay attention to what is going on at the company, however. Is the company doing well? Have there been layoffs? How is the stock performing if the company is public? 
The last thing you want is to be surprised if the company announces layoffs, restructuring, or cutbacks. And if you are worried about layoffs and you haven't started coming up with a pivot plan, start that work as soon as possible to give yourself control in the event that something changes. Going on from here into phase five or the 60s forward, this is the now is the time phase. You may be in your last few years of work before retirement, but hopefully you like what you do enough to continue on working just because, or maybe you retire from your day job and continue on working or leveraging certain expertise that you've built throughout your career. Maybe you're someone who can't imagine retiring, so you're thinking about a pivot for your next phase. Now is the time. You have a lot of information to consider along with your knowledge and experience. These phases all assume a linear path with your career, one where you are in control of what happens. What we now know from the past few years is that we aren't in control of everything. Changes can be brought about by a pandemic, a recession, or just overall changes in consumer preferences, which is why it is so key to be prepared to pivot. The knowledge to pivot gives you power. How? Well, first, there is the control it gives you of your professional future. It gives you greater options and employability. Once you have done it, you can do it again. My first pivot gave me the skills for many others. Second, it gives you the power of career satisfaction. By knowing how to pivot, you have the opportunity to make a transition to a field or role that is more aligned with your interests and values. As I pointed out, our interests, our needs, our desires, they change as we age. Learning how to pivot gives you the skills to navigate these changes, these different phases and puts in your hands control of your career satisfaction. The ability to pivot also gives you confidence. As you heard from my story of my first pivot, going into publishing, there was a lot of effort I put into my personal growth and development and just learning about that industry. That will give you additional skills, but that ability gives you the confidence that you can learn different things. You'll learn about yourself. And you also have the confidence to know that you can take on different challenges. And lastly, the ability to pivot opens up unlimited possibilities. When you are more in tune with your values and you have gone through the pivot process, your mind is open to opportunities. I went through the different phases specifically to show you that you have already made pivots in your life. If making a pivot seems scary at this point, you just need to remember some of your previous pivots and what it felt like to be on the other side. I've walked through the benefits of making a pivot and you still might be a little bit scared and that's okay. My hope is that with this and other episodes of Brand Gems, you'll find the information that you need to continue moving forward. And that leads us to the brand gems for this episode. Brand gem number one, the courage to pivot is a mindset. You have to see it and believe it, and that will lead you to take action. Brand gem number two, confidence is key to a successful pivot. It takes courage to take action, and action results in confidence. Brand gem number three, take action. Action builds momentum and provides information that will direct your pivot. As you take action, you'll get 
key indicators and signals that you're going in the right direction. So pay attention and be aware. But remember, take action. That's it for this week's episode. Remember that I'm here to answer your questions to help encourage you along the way. Thank you for tuning in. Until next time, this is Andrea Wade with Brand Gems. You just listened to another episode of Brand Gems. Be sure to follow so you don't miss future episodes and please share with anyone you think will find the information useful. Until next time.